0: mine i'm here with irene hey irene hi meg also i'm meg i always forget to introduce (laughs) myself for the first time listeners um we are talking about bachelorette episode five irene what'd you think um first impression or like i don't know if that's the right way to say it yeah first impressions are it was like somewhat uneventful but i also didn't hate all the outfits like i usually do also, I would like to actually tell everyone about our audio setup today because it's kind of funny. <laughs> Please do. So we're at the Silicon Slopes um, office and in order for us to record this episode, it has to be... Um, it has. To, how do you even explain this? It has to be like playing throughout the office space. So yeah. this podcast is currently... We're being recorded as people can hear us in the open office area of this space. So, that's fun. <laughs> um, I warned them. And Sorry to everyone out we're there. we're never allowed back in the office, you know why. Um, let's start by talking about the Hyatt, where they are staying. It low-key looks like a prison. <laughs> I mean, I will admit, my I listened to all of this episode, but I was also painting my nails simultaneously, so sure. a lot of my the time my eyes were not on the screen. You you missed the uh wide shot of New Mexico in what? This was like January maybe. Which okay. like we live in a similar kind of uh, climate, climate, and January is not the time. No, to be in well, and, well, United the thing States. is, is here in January it can be pretty if it's snowing. If but it's New Mexico snowing. is, there's no snow, right? It's Like gray and brown are yeah. the color. Palette I mean, we're just like with. New Mexico, you automatically think of Breaking Bad and and like drug deals that's yeah that's what i think this show is not doing anything to change that reputation (laughs) the resort looks like not good it's ugly weather i feel very bad for everyone who's there i know this this episode i did feel like wow i'm really missing the change of scenery and i really hope the next season is like no more reminders of covid you know like hopefully the next season i mean right like i never want to travel. hear the words quarantine or bubble ever oh it's just like the dates that they're forced to do because they can't do anything they're you didn't, you didn't like the treasure hunt that some <laughs> producer <laughs> had to create the made-up sports that they're making them play oh the, you mean the rugby basketball yes hybrid, the fear wasn't factor doing it dates you? like Yeah, with no, like, protective equipment? Do they not know about CTE at this point? (laughs) On my way here, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about CTE. Oh, it's bad. You know, but The Bachelorette's always, like, 20 years behind civil society. Including in fashion. In fashion, in its uh, gender politics, and in its regard for sports. Yeah, it's just, you know, right on brand, I guess. So, they're all happy because what's-his-face left? Thomas. Thomas, yeah. And they're like, cool, smooth sailing from here on out. We're not going to have any more drama. Then, then, Taysha walks in. And she's like, hey, fellas, someone from my past reached out, and he wanted to meet Katie. And she decided that now's the time for you all to meet him. Here's Blake. Okay, isn't it weird that Taysha was the one to drop this bomb? Yes, why are they making Taysha do this? I don't know. And also, after, was this this was wasn't this after the conversation that katie had with caitlin or is this before because at one point katie has a conversation with caitlin and she's like nick came onto your season in the middle of the season that's what next happened week. that's a preview for next week no it happened yesterday no that it's no you're right i'm sorry you're right i'm so sorry yeah, she, and, and, K- Katelyn, and Caitlin, Caitlin's is- like, everyone was pissed, especially the ones that I was building a strong connection with. And she's like, so these guys are going to be pissed. So Katie receives that information, and then we decide that Taysh is the one to tell the guys? Like, that's kind of messed up. It is messed up, and I'm also like, is Katie a little bit of a coward? I don't know. I don't know also if it's like, Things were just filmed out of order, and they're trying to trick us into thinking this is a sequence of events. Things were absolutely filmed out of order, 100%. And this episode, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm now, like, like too in this franchise too deep, but the Frankenbytes in this episode were so <laughs> obvious to me. Like, the especially with Hunter, he said aggressive one time, and they replayed that soundbite, like, 15 times i also love the the preview for this episode made it look like hunter was going to attack blake and blake wasn't even on the date you know i'm like i should know <laughs> and that better somebody by now. went home in an ambulance yeah, which we, we, knew. we knew we knew that that, that, that ambulance clip every time every season they yes. make us think that ambulance is coming and it happened once and it was what's her face tiara because she got cold at a beach <laughs> Oh, I miss her. I miss her, too. She was so great. She was a gem. All right, so Blake walks in, and you know that TikTok where it's, like, the music, and it's like, hey, how you doing? Yes. It's very much like that. <laughs> and then he says, I don't like the tension. I can kind of feel it. <laughs> you don't say, You're like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah really? you can. Yeah, you can. Quick. Um, But then the men are like, it's okay. It's cool. Like, she's just going with her heart. I'm just, I just really hope Blake doesn't get the date card. Because, you know, like, I hope she respects us all enough. Every ITM was like, (laughs) Blake better not get the first date card. And so, obviously. And then it's like, Blake gets the date card. Blake gets the date card. Blake, let's make up for lost time, it says. And before they go on their date, Katie comes over And she's like, hey, how are we all doing? And they all just kind of sit in silence. It's weird. It's It's so weird. She should have told them before. It's immature um, for like every party involved. Oh, gosh. And I am kind of like, I don't know. The show has clear problems with what a relationship is and who is involved. But also, like, if you've decided to pursue a relationship, you shouldn't be bringing in other people, too. Like, I know that she has a relationship with 15 of them at this point, but... Like, that's part of a Listen, relationship, she's right? she's following her heart. Ugh. This is her one chance to be dating multiple people at a time. She's got to double down. If she thinks there's something there with Blake, she's got to. Plus, did you do you remember how pleased she was when she found out Blake was into her? She's like, really? Yes. Um, so, she had to. I mean, I'm not surprised. So, Blake's afraid of horses, so they're riding horses. It's very strange fear, I feel like. Um, and then they have, like, an intense makeout in some hay. Yeah. Uh, back at the house, Greg and Connor are talking. Who are like, I two out of the three front runners at this yeah, point, and they're they're always cuddling, which I love. Yes, that. the bromance blossoming in how this house. Would, how much is, would you love it if that was what we got out of this season? Was those two? Oh my gosh, I would die. Like in be the best way. That would be the best. I could see it happening. I wouldn't put it past anyone because they are. They seem really cute together. <laughs> they are adorable. So they uh, they're talking, and they're both a little stressed about Blake. Uh, back on the date, they have an intense conversation because he's like, "Hey, tell me why you're so sex positive." I, I keep thinking about how the whole office can hear this conversation. Listen, this is good for everyone to hear. And so Katie explains the same thing she explained on the group therapy date about her assault and I still am kind of like why are we this I don't know that this is the Do venue. I feel like Blake must have invaded into he asking that question. That have is have been, the weirdest right? thing to ask on a first date. Tell me how come you're so sex positive? As if like zero people have ever been sex positive. It's 2021. I like know. give me a break. Also, I know she she looks like she's 45 years old but she is technically gen z this is a very is she gen z she's 20
1: when well, did what's wait. the
0: cutoff how old is she because i'm like old millennial you're not old millennial yeah huh? no you're not yes i'm 35 okay let's let's look at <laughs> the cutoff for gen z if anyone's think, out there <laughs> i think it's like a <laughs> 10 year span right Oh, if she's Gen Z. If we on mean, to Gen I mean, she's like t- is it? isn't she like 28? Gen Z people are I in their 20s. Like I don't think she's a millennial. I think Gen Z is like young. Okay, like well, 20s. regardless, she's the young. only person that's not, only people that are not sex positive at this rate are boomers. She's not a boomer even I mean, though she looks like, like, like the one. silent generation. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what it is. I don't know what she is. I don't know what I the don't years know why are, they're making her talk about why, this again. And yes, why are they making her talk about this again? And also like Like, there, just because we keep talking about it doesn't make it true. Like, you know who's actually sex positive? Was Caitlin Bristow. And, like, she didn't try and make it her thing. It's like when someone's like, I'm a comedian and you're like, "Mm, no, you've never made me laugh. You're not funny. Like when as soon as you label yourself as that, like that's your whole thing. And but you're not that. Yeah. Well, and they're trying to make her seem like the funny sex positive one. And I've I've really just let her be never made me laugh. No. Yeah. She makes me laugh. Not on purpose. All right. So. Okay. Oh, and before that, they put up a warning that was like this segment deals with. Um, violence and it's like well, you could just cut this. We don't need this. We, she's already had this conversation. We've already, yeah, we've already. Did your it. episode was it not long enough? Like, what's the deal? I don't know. And then it was like when she was done, she was like, "He, I mean, he repos- he responded very supportively, positively, supportively. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a word. word? Okay. Yeah. Um, he's very supportive, I guess. Um, very positive, whatever. Like, said some nice things, I think, but like. I mean, and she was like, I know I made the right decision by keeping him or by, yeah, I know for a fact. I feel like she's into a lot of these guys. Don't you feel like she said oh, yeah. things like I was surprised. I mean, we'll talk about this later, but on the next one on one, I was like, she's not going to keep this guy. And she's like, I am so into this guy. And I was like, okay, like, Okay. Good for you, Katie. Love to see it. Good luck. Then she's like, I've got a surprise for you. And she leads him to Lane Hardy. Did you know who that was prior to this episode? Googled him. American Idol guy. Okay. Country-ish. Sure. Yeah. It's a pretty par for the course for bachelor performances. All right. Then it's time for the group date. Uh, And she has special guests, Wells, you know, Wells, who... I mean, have we talked about how he might be the next Chris Harrison? Um, I don't think we've talked about it. Like, how serious is that? I think I it's don't just know. people just being like, it could it be this guy. But I feel like Mike Fleiss keeps Wells in his back pocket and like has him ready at all times. You know, like what does Wells do? He's just like part of the Bachelor universe. Yeah. So why not? He's cute. He's, he's very charming. good at hosting. I think. Yeah, because he's, he's funny. Was like a radio DJ, right? So I think he's. I I like him a lot. I like him too. I liked him on whose season was it? Forever, Caitlin's? was it Jojo or Caitlyn.
1: It was very much remember. they were
0: mismatched, and it was like these two have no chemistry. But I Wells don't remember. Is a good but he guy. was very he was very charming. Yeah, and then that weird photographer they bring out. Yeah. They were like the two people available during quarantine. Franco Lacosta, <laughs> La who is not the right person to have commentate on a rugby basketball hybrid <laughs> game, but. Here we are. I hated this game. I hated it. I truly hated this it. game. I hated the what giggling did they call it? when bash she was ball tackling. I don't know. Like they, it's this is like this we talk about this every season. There's always an episode where they're objectifying some gender and mm-hmm. this is the male objectification episode. The bad tattoos. Bad tattoos like stupid outfits um with the, like the stars on the butts. <laughs> like ugh <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like it was full on contact and they're not wearing any protective gear. I like wasn't mad about that. Like this should be a lawsuit. Like they should be suing them. This is m- dumb. And like, you know, it's. Uh, Katie and Wells and Franco who are watching this turn increasingly violent, like what are they supposed to do to stop it? None of them have the ability. They literally just wait until somebody gets very seriously injured to the point where he's like, I can't breathe. Yes. And they're like, okay, we'll stop. Poor <laughs> tiny little Michael who got the wind knocked out of him. That's what I'm saying. He's the one. Yeah, I about. felt yeah. so bad. So it's really Hunter who's the actor. Hunter's the here. only one who's into it and he keeps talking about, well, they keep using the same audio bite of him saying i love being aggressive yeah. this is so my thing which is like i f- feel like they're really pushing on us this next villain which it's a I little mean, sweaty it, and on it could have just been like i mean this guy has sucked from day 1 like we know he sucks like I don't know. It's like they were trying to hide that he was the bad guy until now. It's like we've known. I mean, but this is the pattern, right? You get like one big villain and then you get like a kind of villain and then you just get drama in the relationship. Yeah, they just have to space out the villains. But it just for some reason was so obvious to me this time that I was like, I just felt like, don't try and trick me into this villain. Like I already knew. Yeah. And we've already like, you know, like what about, um, what's her face? Victoria. Like. That's a villain, right? Like that's a clear, defined. This person is a bad person. With Hunter, it's like I feel like you're trying too hard. No, but I do feel like he is kind of a bad person. Yeah, I don't like it. And I do wonder. Like after all, after all the sound bites they were feeding me about aggression, I was like, remember how his story about like his divorce was like I worked too hard. Yeah, and I was like, maybe you just were kind I'm of an, an asshole. It. Like maybe, maybe that's why you got divorced. Can I tell you something? uh you listen to who weekly oh yeah did you listen to the episode where they got two bachelor facts wrong <laughs> yeah that was very funny i called and i offered my expertise <laughs> they did you hear the the part of the end where they were like eh, or did you see like the apology on twitter they, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it was but they funny. also messed up tyler cameron they said he was oh a yeah bachelor. he was the bachelor i know so i, I know. called they're them, like, like, like you guys they're listen. like we're not going to talk about bachelor <laughs> We can't do it. Too I think they should talk to me first before they do it, is what I offer them. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode. Um, so Katie's like, okay, we're not playing anymore because you people are insane and you're all winners. So we all get to go to the after party. So what happens at the after party? Somebody, somebody asks to get to first base. Which I think is Mike P. Because I wrote that down that's too, but right. I didn't write down who it was. And I'm like, "All oh, this poor guy. You know what <laughs> I wrote down? Is that this week, Connor looks like Kieran Culkin. Because he like did his Connor hair back. Connor looks like Kieran. Oh, that's funny. Like last week, he looked like Zach Braff. And this week, he looked like Kieran Culkin. I was a kid at the pool, like a six-year-old that looked like Kieran Culkin. Like from Home Alone, Kieran Culkin. And I was like, should Maca- I get a picture no kieran's in home alone too oh yeah he's the one that wets the bed because of all the pepsi and and um i would like should i get a picture with this kid like he's a dead ringer so while she's making out with kieran culkin michael tells the rest <laughs> of the guys about his wife i'm not sure michael's grieved enough like it i'm no, not been that i'm no psychologist well and clearly in the next couple episodes he's like i want to go yeah i think michael bails because he has not grieved enough and And i think katie misses him and i think katie really liked michael and that's what turns the whole season upside down yeah who was the one where she was doing someone i think it was Greg. she was doing some one-on-one time with him and she was he was like sometimes i don't know because you're meeting all these guys and you kept blake and she's like no you have to stay promise me you'll stay was that with Greg? I think so. Yeah, yeah. and she told him he has resting sad face. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> it was funny and true, um, but I also suffer from that condition, so I empathize. So, like I'll just be walking in public, and someone will be like, "Are you okay? What happened?" And like I'm a like, stranger no, will yeah. come like, this up to is you. Just my face. No. Yes that's incredible I okay know. i know i wish i knew how to like wield it for power but i don't it's just like kind of annoying okay so then oh wait but when michael talks about his wife greg is like in full on I'm tears sorry. he is sobbing every time greg talks about his wife It's no, michael, the most michael. Tra- i'm sorry it's the most tragic sad thing i've ever heard I know, but, like, Greg is sobbing as he's hearing it, but he's also sobbing in an ITM. So that yes. means later on when he's thinking about Michael's Greg is wife, very upset he's, still by sobbing, he's still crying about it, like, full-on tears, like, crying. It's very sad, and it <laughs> it's has not very been enough sad. time. And I need Michael to go home because he should not be here. I know. Do you think he's going to be ready to be The Bachelor, though, when they ask him? Um, yeah, because that's in, like... Another Six months. nine months. Yeah, he'll be okay. Okay, so oh, and then Michael's like, "Hey, can we? You know, I'm into baseball. Can we go to first base?" And he kisses her. Mike, P- is this Mike P? Mike P. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't. It like was it. very awkward. It was very awkward. Uh, then guess who gets <laughs> the group, Guess who gets the group date? Rose, um, Hunter. which is oh, weird. I forgot about that. Yes, why did he get that? Because the producers are trying to stir up drama. She's not into Remember? And he also kept saying, like, I'm the one that's going to get this rose. I know I'm going to get this rose. And, like, he really got it, which is weird. I can't get over his tattoos. They're so ugly. They're so bad. They're so ugly. Don't put red on a tattoo. That's what it's taught me, is it looks like you're bleeding. If you have a red tattoo and you're on camera, it's going to look like blood. Also, um, I've been, you know, my, my, like, love affair with all the Real Housewives franchises. I'm into the OC now. I'm like season six-ish, and one of the women on there, Tamara, she gets a tattoo of Simon on her finger, but she gets it in pink, and then she they get divorced, and so she has to get it removed. <laughs> Tell her that pink is the hardest color to get removed. Really? Yeah. So I'm pink assuming over red. red? Is, well, I'm assuming red is in that same family, yeah. so don't get a red or pink tattoo because it's very hard to remove. Yeah. Because I think like the laser, See? like it's like the dark. You can get rid of the dark, but the all television is educational. <laughs> So Amen. then, it's time for Andrew's one-on-one date. Uh, I like Andrew. Do you like Andrew? Um, I do, except when he whips out that British accent, which he didn't this week, he which didn't I appreciated. Do it this week. But when he does, I'm like, I run out of the room screaming and pulling my hair because I can't yeah. deal with that. But he seems like a really nice guy. Listen, he has an actual job. Like I can appreciate Andrew for one who of he is. Things, you know, you know. You get married and then like a year into it, you're like, listen, sweetie, we need to talk. <laughs> Throw away this damn we shirt. Need, yeah. Like I, I have mean, a lot of those shirts. I've like... thrown away a lot of shirts. We've had a lot of long <laughs> talks about shirts. Also, <laughs> Me never <too>. d- <laughs> we never <can't> do. <deal>. Sometimes <laughs> Stephen edits this podcast. I shouldn't say this. <laughs> sometimes I just leave them in the bottom of the dirty clothes. Like they just never they just never come back out. Yeah. And if it's been like a year and no one's noticed, it's just going in the trash. I just like specifically remember these two like very ill fitting, very soft but ill fitting gap <laughs> t shirts. And at one point, I just exploded and I was like, I'm going to throw these <laughs> effing shirts away. These are so ugly. Like, get them out of here. Anyway, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we don't share closet space because the closet in our room is too small. So he keeps all, of it, Brandon keeps all of his clothes in in my three-year-old room and so like I really rarely see his clothes and that's a good thing because I truly would just like go on a rampage (laughs) we're just airing a lot of (laughs) marital problems (laughs) listen if our if the if the depth of our marital problems is t-shirts I think we're okay and also accents like what my point was They'll be married for years. She'll be like, "I just, I have to tell you, the accent <laughs> <rid of> it. <laughs> doesn't work." I'm your wife. I love you. I'm doing this. Get to rid her of them. good. Yeah. Okay. So their group date cards, or sorry, their date cards said, "Let's find our way out of love." And this is such a stupid date. They um, they have to. I hate this date. Go around opening envelopes, and every envelope has like a prompt. I wanted to die on this date. Like oh. I was so embarrassed for them. Also, why are their dance? Why are their dance moves so bad? They're what was so he bad. doing? Yeah. So one the of the fishing one, like the dolphin thing. It's bad. It was so bad. They should have cut that out. I was so embarrassed. And then one is like, tell us about your parents, and they both have like tragic parents stories her parents are divorced his dad was never there for him he was locked up when he was little I don't know it's like weird more like talk about your trauma in a venue where I don't know if it's necessarily appropriate to really delve into your trauma and then they go to dinner And he talks more about his parents. And then he talks about like, hey, let's get real. I'm a black man. You're a white woman. I was like, "Okay, So like they're having a real conversation Mm -hmm. about this. And I thought it was like he was very honest. Mm -hmm. And she I thought she was very honest in saying, I will never know how you feel. All I want out of life is love. What were your impressions of it? I thought it was I thought it was like, yeah, (laughs) barely normal and like. Seemed like they were both very genuine about their it was responses. It was one of the better conversations I've seen about race on this show, which is a low bar, but yeah, I feel like they are slowly making progress in broaching uncomfortable race conversations. Uh, then they make out in a hot tub. So, that's like, is that our first hot tub hot tub make out I mean, the dudes have all been I in a hot remember. tub together. But I don't remember her being in a hot tub with anyone. Exciting. Big day. All right. Then she wears... Oh, we didn't even talk about what she was wearing on this date. Oh. It was like leather pants, like very tight leather pants, right? Yes. And like a chain She's, for a belt. I thought she was going to walk in and be like, for this date, we are cosplaying as Danny Zuko <laughs> and Sandy. <laughs> it was the weirdest. It was like I really, shiny... Had to look away. Satiny leather pants and then a chain belt, a silver chain belt. The belt really, really like was a choice, a very wrong choice. It was tragic. All right. So she gets out of that weird outfit and then she puts on this red dress, one shouldered dress with a high slit what was connecting the slit okay. one side to another? Let, was it let me talk about this dress a little bit. Because I actually think from the waist up, the dress was really pretty. Like, it looked really good on her. She didn't have terrible hair. She had, like, a low, messy bun. Like, a little Meghan Markle low, messy bun. Which yeah. was very cute, I thought. Um, she looked really pretty. from, <laughs> Except when they panned down and you saw the bottom of the dress, the slit went up to, like, her above her so like her upper thigh and then it was like the two sides of the slit were attached by like chains again was it chains chains? or was it like diamondy i don't know i don't know but something stupid and it was it really ruined the look but the top of it was so pretty i thought really distracting okay wait there was also a moment in this episode where she came out in a dress with like boob cups do you remember this And, like, here's the thing, is I am so jealous. (laughs) Sorry, this is playing for the whole office. (laughs) I am so jealous of women that have small boobs. And, like, but the thing is, like, anything looks better on a woman with smaller boobs. Except a dress with boob cups that are, like, just, like, that... It just did her no favors. The dress was so bad. I don't remember that part of it. But I just I remember thinking, you. why would you choose boob cups for this woman? Like the red dress looked incredible on her. Yeah. Dress with boob cups, just like not, not the so right, not not the so right fit. All right. Okay. I'll pay more attention to the boob cups next week. All right. So then she's doing her mingling. Hunter's manipulating her time with a telescope that he brought. Oh yeah. He said he brought it from home but how would you get a telescope there? I don't know. Definitely a producer. And then James who has like the most beautiful face he has like. Oh James he, does he look like. what? Are he looks look like Heidi like? Klum if <laughs> Heidi Klum was a man he has a very like angular something he, and also, like very well manicured he, is he the one in the box? He was the one in the box right? Yeah, he dresses like a stockbroker who's on cocaine in 1989. Yeah, is he the one that was wearing, like, the black turtleneck and, like, a silver chain on the outside? It was so ugly. And, like, a black blazer. so weird. It was so ugly. But he, like, tries to interrupt Hunter, and Hunter's like, no, man, I need at least two more minutes. And then he's like, no, but I really want to talk to her. So now it's James versus Hunter. Also, remember, like, Aaron in every episode is like he just goes in and it's like complaining is not a strong enough word for what he does but he gets like very angry about one specific person in every episode Listen, I, and have goes to, off. I have to tell you something i think part of what made 2020 so hard for me was there was no gossip right like there was no one was getting together it wasn't fun gossip it was no. like it was like it was, like, bad gossip where it was you like, wanted to, like, not see these people anymore. Right. But, like, I missed, like, she said what? You know, like, sometimes we just need a little bit of we need like to dislike Like, when Lena someone. Dunham, like, gave, had to give her dog away. Like, that was good gossip. Yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. before 2020. Yeah. Just, like, low-stakes gossip. That's I what we need. I think that Aaron just thrives on disliking other people, which I respect, But 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 it's tiring. It's exhausting. Yeah. As soon as Thomas left, he was like, who's my next target? And then it was easy to identify. And he is so good at complaining about the other men in the house. He gets so exasperated by these people. And it's so hyperbolic. They are the worst people to ever live. Sociopathic. Disrespectful. (laughs) Can't stand that guy. He just gets real worked out. He gets really, really worked out. So now he's got, like, the whole gang against Hunter. There's a confrontation with James, which was honestly so boring. I don't remember what either of them said, but it's clear that, Yeah, they that, were like, just, like, they were just, like, wasn't it, was it Trey? Where Trey was, like, I had the rose last week, and I let everyone else have time, because that's what nice people do. And you didn't do that. And it's, like, Trey, not everyone is you. Yeah. Like, I mean. You're not the standard. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's annoying. But it's, like, bro, like. You're on The Bachelor. I mean, again, Trey, like, doesn't really have a chance, and so he's working overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Hunter doesn't have a chance either, No, neither of these people do. All right, so then it's time for the rose ceremony. And it comes down to one rose, and she gives it to Trey, which means... Courtney is gone. And then the Asian guy, I think his name is Andrew M. Andrew M. He was cute. He was so cute. Why he got did we zero see more camera time. Yeah. I never saw him speak into the he camera. He has paradise vibes to me. Yeah. I could see him. Uh, and Josh, who? Okay, Josh is the one that I mistakenly said played football for University of Florida. He did not play football for the University of Florida. He was a cheerleader for the University of Florida. And I just wanted to correct myself. Wow. I liked Josh. I thought Josh was cute. I mean, I'm so glad that you corrected that because I cannot imagine us having propagated, that propagated, is that a word? <laughs> propagated? Perpetuated. <laughs> Such a huge lie. <laughs> um, okay, and then so goodbye, guys. And then they're making a toast. And I think that this was just edited creatively where it I looks like H- Hunter cuts off Aaron's toast because I think they just wanted to play with the drama. I don't think that actually happened, but... It looks like Hunter cuts off Aaron, so we're going to get more drama between those two next week. And this season on, that preview was fire. Yeah, lots of crying. So much crying. Somebody leaves. I bet it's... Well, they're making it seem like Michael leaves because he's on the phone talking to his son and he's like, I can't handle being away from my son. Yeah. And basically everyone in the, in the in the in the season on is like get me out of here buy me a ticket home i want to go home like greg wants like, to leave greg wants to leave katie wants to leave michael wants to leave blake wants to leave blake wants <laughs> to leave like everyone wants to it's leave. like blake no one's stopping you <laughs> yeah so i don't know i don't know what happens well we'll find out next week uh we hope you'll join us remember to subscribe to our newsletter hivemind.slipstock.com become a patreon patreon.com forward slash hivemindhq. hq thank you so much for listening oh also remember that you can leave us a voice message by clicking the link in the show notes we love getting your messages and we love playing them on air so don't hesitate to do that and we will see you next week bye <laughs>